Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, and it is designed to get us into God's Word for about 12 minutes each day. Short time, but at least it gets us into God's Word every day. And that helps us to have a more spiritual focus on our life, but also on the day ahead of us, to be able to better take care of whatever that day may throw at us. But it does keep us focused on our relationship with God, on our soul. Now, you know people in your life who need to have that focus. They need to start thinking in a more spiritual direction. Share these lessons with them. Encourage them. Strongly encourage them to listen. You may help them turn their life around and reconnect with God to the point where they could end up in heaven for all of eternity. Think what a great influence you can be, what a great impact you can have on their lives just by sharing. You can do that through Facebook friends, through text messages, maybe some other technological means that you have access to. But share with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, literally anybody and everybody. Make up your mind on purpose and with a purpose. Share these studies with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our study talking about marriage and what I really believe is one of the most basic and foundational principles of building a strong marriage, but also in trying to re-strengthen a marriage that is really on shaky ground. And that principle is listen to your spouse. Listen to your husband when he speaks Don't turn him off. Listen to your wife when she's talking to you. Don't close your ears or walk away. Listen to what they're saying. Pay attention. And don't just automatically start responding in a challenging way. Really listen to what they're saying. Listen to their emotions while they're talking. Observe and thereby listen to their body language, how they're how their, their body is, is you know, expressing itself, expressing what is behind what they're saying. Listen to your spouse. And we talked about how James wrote, be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. James 1 and verse 19. Being swift to hear means you're listening. Slow to speak also means you're listening. As we pointed out, arguments are contests. They're not exercises in communication. And the point of a contest, the object, the goal is to win. And people genuinely, or rather generally, in arguments don't listen very much to what the other person is saying. They're just waiting to get their two cents in. And then they start as the confrontation builds and becomes more and more heated, they start talking over one another, well, yelling over one another, and communication lines basically fall by the wayside. Don't ever let it get to that point. You see, before the argument ever starts, one spouse or the other or both really should have been listening to their spouse days, weeks, months before. And if they had, then the chances are pretty strong that the argument never would have taken place because they listened 
and they responded in a positive and productive way. How many people do you interact with every day? Well, somebody has said about 1,783 people every, every week you interact with. Well, how many people do you interact with every day even? When you get up in the morning and everybody's in your household and you go to work and how many people are at work? How many people do you speak to and who speak to you? Uh, do you stop and get gas along the way, either going or coming? Do you maybe go into a grocery store, go to a bank, maybe the dry cleaners? You can see the list of opportunities wherein you interact with someone goes on and on and on. We interact with a lot of people, either on a daily basis or certainly on a weekly basis. Well, how do you interact with them? Is it just a nod? Somebody says, hi, George, or hi, Sally, and you just say hi. Or do you actually have conversations, even short conversations with some of them? Well, you see, we need to listen. We are so quick, and we have developed in our culture such a propensity now to really not have much face-to-face -face interaction with people. Now, social media, we're all over that, aren't we? Emails, but even less emails now. It's Facebook. It's Twitter. Snapchat. And all of those quick, short, abrupt, impersonal social interactions through social media. We don't sit face-to-face -face with people anymore as much as we should. Now that is almost certainly spilling over into our relationships with our spouses, our husbands, our wives. We need to put the phones down. We need to turn the computer off or leave it in the other room. And we need to talk with each other. And part of that process is listening to one another because that's communication. College begins with a core curriculum emphasis that can be used for any major offered, whatever the student is going to major in. By the last two years of college, a student must declare a major and focus studies in one field or another. It might be business, healthcare, chemistry, teaching, whatever. If he chooses to get a master's degree, then he will really focus in a more, in a more uh, deep way on a particular part of that particular field. Now, say business marketing or chemical engineering, or if he's teaching, it might be elementary education. If he continues to get a terminal degree, he will focus more narrowly until in the writing of the dissertation, he is to research a very small point, hopefully one that has never been researched and written on before, at least to the degree and in the depth that he is going to be working on that particular point in that particular discipline. To apply this illustration to our relationships, particularly our marriage relationship, we have an elementary education in our relationships with society at large. We have a high school education with those with whom we work and a basic college curriculum with our friends and brothers and sisters at church. We have a college degree in our relationships with our parents and a master's degree with our children. 
but we have a Ph degree with a PhD degree with only one person, and that is our spouse. Our spouse is the one person in the world we know the most about and with whom we are closest and in closest contact. Now, that's the way it should be. That's the way when we're analyzing relationships that we could say, okay, this is, these are the tears of the, in, the, in their different relationships. But unfortunately, many husbands and wives, they're not close anymore. They might have been when they first got married. They might have been for the first six months or a year or so, but they have gradually drifted apart. How many marriage partners, how many spouses, how many husbands, how many wives, as they face the divorce lawyers, and they try to explain to them why they are where they are right now, have uttered those words, we just drifted apart. When they try to explain to their parents or their other family members or friends or work associates why they were getting a divorce, well, we just drifted apart. A husband is supposed to know his wife better than anyone else in this world, even better than her best girlfriend, and especially better than her male co-workers. A wife is supposed to know her husband better than anyone else, better certainly than his golfing buddies or fishing buddies or sports buddies of whatever kind, and especially better than his secretary and his female co-workers. Communication, real communication, involves sending and receiving. Now, the sending is the talking part, where we express ourselves through words. That's how we communicate verbally. But also, the receiving part is our listening. And I've tried to emphasize over many years, a great many years, in teaching on communication and especially communication within a marriage relationship, that listening is a skill. It's a skill that you have to develop. You have to give attention to. And especially in this time, in our culture, when we are not very adept anymore at face-to-face communication. It's all, to such a great degree, social media communication, and that's not even full words and sentences. It's abbreviations. You know, I've had people text me messages, and they'll have three letters in there, or two letters, and I'll have to text them back and say, what does this mean? You see, communication to me is a big deal. I've really paid a great deal of communication, a great deal of my attention to developing communication skills. That's what I do. And ultimately, we need to get back to talking and listening, to sending and receiving on that personal level, face-to-face level. And particularly is this important in a husband and wife relationship. Three ways that we send and receive. And these three components of communication are content, I'm sorry, are rather content, and tone, and nonverbal cues. Now, the nonverbal cues we've talked about, body language, and also emotions. 
We're going to get into these a little more deeply next time. But let's stop and pray now. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for blessing us with love between husbands and wives. Love that can ultimately develop into a marriage relationship. But Father, we need your continued guidance and blessings to teach us to be skilled in that relationship. And particularly, to be skilled communicators, talking and listening to one another, respectfully and calmly, but also purposefully. Please help us and guide us in this, and thereby bless us with strengthened marriage relationships. Please, Father, we pray at this time, please forgive us of our sins and hear our prayer in Christ's name. Amen.